When you think of the word routine, what comes to mind? Are you instantly filled with joy and peace, knowing that there's going to be order in your home? Maybe hearing this word makes you feel dread or annoyance because you've tried routines in the past and they haven't worked for you, or they have felt too confining, or you just weren't sure how to implement these routines. And so you just feel like it's difficult. Maybe it is more chaotic when you think about routines because it's just not something that comes naturally to you. Wherever you fall on the spectrum of emotions that are stirred up when you hear the word routine, I'm so excited to dive into today's episode and really unpack several routines that I think can create a peaceful team environment for your family. So if that sounds like something that you're interested in, and you want peace in your home, then I am so excited to dive into this episode. So let's get started. Hey, Mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mom photographers out there feeling overwhelmed trying to raise a thriving family and build a profitable business you love. I'm a business and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and homeschooling mama saved by grace, so I can totally relate to the never-ending to-do lists endless hours of editing, and the trail of messes strewn across the floor. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to step into the role as CEO in your motherhood and your business. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, take some serious action, and embrace hard things for the sake of growth, then you're in the right place. Hey mama, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to be here with you today talking about one of my absolute favorite topics and that's routines and especially family routines. Now I could talk about business all day long, but when it comes to family, that's something that I also equally love. I love being able to help you in your motherhood journey and make it simpler for you, make it more enjoyable. Because let's be honest, when our personal ducks are in a row and when our family is taken care of and wherein we are taken care of, it's so much easier to dedicate the time and energy and attention to our business. So I can't wait to dive in and give you all of my routines that I recommend that you implement. But before we get started, I would love to take a moment and just introduce myself in case you are a new listener. My name is Ashley Freehan, and I am the founder here at The Purpose Gathering, which is an online community and education platform dedicated to supporting and empowering mom photographers so that they feel as though they can do business and motherhood well. That is something that I am so passionate about teaching because I personally have felt this and I know that so many other mamas have shared with me that it just feels impossible some days trying to do both. 
right? It's like, we have to choose whether today or this week, we're going to be a better business owner, or we're going to be a better mom. And I am really all about helping you find the perfect balance for your family, because every family dynamic looks different. And everyone's definition of balance looks different, right? Nothing is ever going to get our equal attention all of the time. And so it's really important to have that feeling of balance. And so that is what I'm here to help you with. So in addition to this weekly podcast, I also have a 12-week group coaching program called The Efficient Mom Photographer. And this is for mamas who are really struggling when it comes to time management and getting organized and implementing systems in their business so that it helps automate a lot of the process. So not only are they increasing profitability, but they are also increasing sustainability, which helps them stay in business and enjoy doing business. But even more importantly than being a profitable and sustainable business, I want you to have the time freedom and the financial freedom to provide for your family and to actually enjoy being an entrepreneur. Because we did not give up working for someone else to work all of the time, or to be beat down and overwhelmed a lot of the time. So if you are interested in learning more about the Efficient Mom Photographer, there will be a link in the show notes, or you can head to thepurposegathering.com slash coaching. And I would love for you to take a look around, see what the program includes. There are multiple levels of support because I am such a believer that education is really difficult to implement without accountability. And so the program includes lots of accountability, including group coaching calls and one-on-one Voxer hours with me. So if organization is one of those things that you struggle with and you just need more support, I would love to help you out inside of that program. Okay, let's get into the nitty gritty of today's episode because I know that is why you're here. You are interested in having a more peaceful home. Am I right? Can I get a witness? Okay, before we get into the routines, I want you to reflect on some questions. I want you to do a heart check. Let's take a pulse on what's happening right now. So think really hard about these questions. How are your current routines serving you? Are any routines currently working that you want to keep using? I think it's really important that you pause and reflect on this specifically because I think oftentimes we are so focused on the negative. We're so focused on the things that we are not doing well. And sometimes when we do that, our brain tries to protect us, right? And so most of the time our brain's going to be like, yeah, that's making me sad and depressed. Let's not think about that anymore. Moving on, right? And so we need to be focusing on the things that are working well, so that we can replicate that so that we can do those same things in the other areas in our life that are not going well. So really reflect on this, what's working? What do you want to keep using? And why is it working? And then on the flip side, what are some of those routines that you want to start implementing? What are some of those things where you're like, you know what, I keep feeling like this is falling through the cracks, or I'm getting really irritated when this happens. 
typically when when you're faced with some sort of resistance like that, it's just simple. You just need a routine. Something that I share often with my students is the fact that when we notice our bodies getting irritated about something, we need to do something with that irritation, right? Just skipping over it and being like, yeah, it's fine. I'll get over it doesn't really help. So it's really important that you journal through this or at least make a note in your phone about the things that are irritating you and bothering you and try to really get down to the to the depths of why it's bothering you. And then you can actually put a plan into action. So something that is super silly that bothers me in my home is when the soap dispensers run out of soap. I don't know why, but it only happens to me. I swear nobody else ever gets the last bit of soap where you're trying to pump and nothing's coming out. And it's irritating, right? I'm just trying to wash my hands. And now I have to stop what I was going to do next and fill the soap. But it makes no sense to just fill one dispenser of soap, right? So now I'm going to try to go to all the rooms and fill all the soap. And why I'm the only person that thinks like that in my home baffles me. I'll never understand it. But there needs to be a weekly routine. Somebody needs to be in charge of going and filling up the soap dispensers before they get empty, right? It's the same with like the gas, right? In your car. Like, do you wait until it's on fumes? No, you normally fill it up like at a quarter tank or some some crazy people even fill it up when it gets as low as half a tank, right? So we need to create systems for the things that are bothering us. So what are some routines you need to start implementing? And then finally, do you do your current routines need to be modified or revamped? So maybe you have some routines right now that you're like, you know what, I wish these were working better for me, but they're really not. So kind of work through that and figure out why is it not working for me and what can I change? Okay, so this pulse check that we just paused to do is going to help you figure out how you can move forward, right? And that's really the point of this podcast. Some podcasts are inspirational. Some podcasts are very empowering. I want this podcast to make you want to take action. So I don't want you to just listen to the information that I give you. That's great. But if you stop there, your life will not change and you will constantly be in this cycle of overwhelm. So I want you, if you're going to consume content, I want you to take action on it. So let's talk about routine number one, the weekly check-in. There are three intentional meetings that I feel like are going to help keep everyone in your family on the same page. And I think you should do them in this order. Number one, a personal CEO day. So you need a day of the week. It doesn't have to be an entire day, but a couple of hours once a week where you can just focus on what you need to do to prepare for the week and the month. I also think this is really important for you to kind of take a pulse of what's going on in the family. So then you can do the next two check-ins, which is your spouse check-in and your family meeting. Because if you don't really know the pulse of the family and where everything is going, like you're going to have a really hard time helping lead these next meetings. So your personal CEO day helps you think about 
where you're going, where your family is going, and then mapping out a plan of how you'll get there. So if you want a deeper dive into the importance of a personal CEO day, check out episode number 33, where I dive into all those details. Okay, let's talk about meeting number two, which is your spouse check-in. During your spouse check-in, I want you to review your budget together. I want you to discuss upcoming events and your schedules, thinking about meal planning and household responsibilities. I want you to reflect on your family dynamic. What are some things that you're noticing? What are some behaviors from your children that you are noticing? What changes or adjustments do you need to make? And once you really start to prioritize this, it's going to cut down on a lot of communication issues, a lot of tension, a lot of conflict that may arise later in the week. It's just really important for you to be on the same page when it comes to the needs of your family. So I highly recommend this spouse check-in. And then finally, the family meeting. This will keep everyone on the same page. This should be done every single week. But as I say this, like, I just want you guys to know that the family meeting for us has been something that is hard to do because the four of us are not together super often. And when we are, it's usually during very chaotic times, right? Like at nighttime when we're getting, you know, the kids ready for bed and we're making dinner and it's chaotic, right? And that's not always the best time to have a family meeting. But what I have identified is that if we do not set aside the time for this family meeting and sort of build it into our week, it's not going to happen. And so the three of us, myself and my kids, we, I feel like have family meetings all the time. (laughs) So we are very good, or I, I guess I should say, I'm very good about telling the kids what's coming up and having conversations with them about what's important to them and how we can schedule those important things into the schedule. Because I'm a really big believer that everyone in the family should have a say in what's happening in the schedule. But these family meetings are great for you to be able to come together Look, tell them something, um, you know, like discuss what is on the agenda, what they can look forward to, what's coming up, things that you're noticing, um, brainstorming ideas for coming up with solutions for problems. But I want this to be fun. So you can have a meal that you guys are sharing when you guys are doing your family meeting or a snack that can be a part of this, um, helping your kids really be a part of the meal planning as well. It gives them a sense of control. Um, it gives them something that they are a part of, right? So our kids really should be involved in some of the bigger decisions in our family. And I think this is a really good time to bring that up and discuss that. And you can also discuss family contributions and reminding everyone of their responsibilities and how they can support and help the family. And then once the meeting is over, always end with a really fun activity like playing a game or going on a family walk, something like that, so that the family meeting doesn't become something that people dread. It becomes something that your family looks forward to. Okay, let's talk about routine number two. And this is 10 minute connections. So we just talked about three really important weekly check in meetings. Now let's talk about 10 minute connections every day. 
So it's really important that we keep our children and our spouses attention buckets full at all times. So here are a couple of ideas. I talk about special time all the time on this podcast because I notice a huge difference when I do not do this with my kids. So this is one-on-one time that you spend with each one of your children every single day. They get to choose what they want to do. So if your child is really struggling and they're being really defiant or they just don't want to do what you're asking them to do, connect with them first and spend 10 minutes of this special time with them. Connection is great for preventative, but it also works in the moment as well. When you see that your child is melting down or when you see that your child is just really struggling with something, you can ask like, hey, do you want me to read you a book or do you want me to play with you or can we go shoot some hoops in the backyard? Like whatever they like to do, snap them out of the bad attitude by connecting with them. The second 10-minute connection is a couch check-in with your spouse. Spend 10 minutes per day face-to-face just having a conversation. Like, I can't tell you how much you can accomplish in a 10-minute uninterrupted conversation with your spouse. It's amazing. And without kiddos around is really important too. We value our time together so much, but sometimes like in the heat of the day, you know, especially because my husband works regular hours and he comes home and it's just go time, right? It's very busy. Probably you guys can relate to this as well. And so our kids need to know that our relationship is really important too. So sometimes we'll be talking and, you know, we make our kids wait like, hey, we're having a conversation just a minute, right? Um, But the 10 minute talk, we don't try to do that while our kids are around because we really do want it to be uninterrupted. So we can have a 10 minute conversation about how our day was, what's on our mind, things that are coming up. So this is daily. And then sibling time. That would be the next 10-minute connection. I like to do this for longer than 10 minutes. My kids are older now, and they've been doing it for so long that they do it for about 30 minutes every day. Um, But 10 minutes is a great place to start. And it's just a special time that your siblings, your kiddos, sorry, get to play with their siblings. And this is a, a chance for them to bond and play intentionally together. And this could be a time when you introduce a new activity that they can only do during sibling time. So for example, my kids um, really love, I don't know if they love it anymore. I guess it's kind of like hit or miss, but they used to love Playmobil. And we had this marble system that we used to do um, when they were playing really well together. They would earn marbles. If they like served the other sibling, they would earn marbles just to show like how much they were blessing each other. And when they got a certain number of marbles or like to a rubber band on a jar, they would get to choose a like special activity to do together. So at one point they had picked... Um, a game that they wanted. And then another time they had picked the Playmobil set. So that's just an idea of having them earn something. Um, But you can figure out what they like to do together and then try to keep that only for sibling time. Um, It just keeps it sacred. And that's really the whole point. Um, My kiddos love to do sleepovers. And I still like 
even though it's it's so hard for me to like let go of that control, I do what I can to support that bonding experience. Sometimes they want to do a nocturnal night and stay up all night, which only ends up being to like 11 or midnight. And so I will make that happen because I want my kids to create these special memories. And if I'm always shooting down their ideas, then they're not going to be able to figure that out. So I actually wanted to share this too. So one of the girls in my Efficient Mom Photographer program shared this Instagram post with me and it was so cute. It brought me to tears. It basically was about this, I think it was a mom or a dad, I can't remember who, and their kids were fighting and they would not stop fighting. And so they picked the kids up and they were like, hey guys, we're going to Starbucks dropped them off at Starbucks and gave them a $20 bill. And they said, you buy whatever you want, but you guys can't come out until you've worked out your problem. And, and then proceeded to watch his kids like sit there and ignore each other for a while, but drink their drink. And then they were laughing. And that's the kind of sibling bonding that I want my kids to have. I mean, what about you? Your kids might be too young for that, but you can still do that and still be in in the Starbucks with them and they could be off in the corner at their own special table. I mean, who's to say that our kids can't have that special bonding time and have a little date with their sibling? Like, how fun is that? That's giving me all kinds of ideas now. I'm like, ooh, how could we do this? Where it's like a sibling date that's somewhat supervised, you know what I mean? But like, oh gosh, I think that is so important. So making sure you have special time with one on, you know, one-on-one with each of your kids, that connection time with your spouse, and then that you are fostering that sibling time. Because when your kids feel connected to their sibling, they are going to be less likely to fight with their sibling because they understand each other on a deeper level. Okay, let's talk about routine number three. This one is super simple, but a huge game changer. It's called the five minute tidy. This is the perfect way to enlist the whole family to quickly clean the house. Now, it can feel daunting if you just ask your family to like clean up the kitchen right? But if you say, hey, guys, we're going to set a timer for five minutes so that everyone can help out, it feels manageable. And I recommend doing this regularly at least three times a day. Um, After each meal time is a really good time since it's already a habit that your family has, right? Sitting down and eating. And then you just do a quick five minute tidy after. And anytime that you see a room is getting really messy, just tell the kiddos, hey guys, we're going to do a quick five minute tidy. Let's see how fast we can get this cleaned up. If we get it all clean in five minutes, we won't have to do another one of these today. But if we need another five minute tidy, I'll just set another five minute timer in the next hour or two. So it gives the expectation that we're not just going to stop cleaning after five minutes, right? We're going to get it done, but it's going to be at a later time. So it just is, I feel like, less daunting to have just a quick five minute timer. And finally, routine number four that is going to just help you create a peaceful environment in your family is a 20 minute blitz. So no more two hour cleaning sessions on the weekend. We're tossing those out the window. The concept of this routine is to focus on one project or one problem area for 20 minutes a day. 
Okay, I always recommend starting with the messiest area that requires the most help and enlist your spouse and your kids to help you. Okay, there is absolutely no way that you can keep everything clean without being slightly resentful. If you can, that's amazing. I need your tips. (laughs) But it's not our job as mom to take care of everything and everybody. Okay, it's our job to take care of ourselves first, and it's our job to teach and help our spouse and our kids be able to support us because running a household is multiple full-time jobs. It's not even just a full-time job. It's multiple full-time jobs, right? Like think about how much money you would have to pay someone to do your grocery shopping and cook three meals a day. How much money would you have to pay for someone to come clean your house every day or to chauffeur your kids around? Like those are multiple full-time jobs. So I just want to give you that empowerment and that courage to ask for help. It is not your job to do absolutely everything in the home. So with your kids, probably you're not going to get a 20 minute cleaning session out of them every single week, okay? Or every single day even. So it's really important that you just do those five minute tidies with them, but then they can help you for five minutes on one of these projects and just give them like one area of the room. Maybe it's a drawer that they can help you organize and sort through. So I absolutely think that they can help. Now there are going to be some areas where you're like, I don't want my kids help and that's okay. Right. But for things like their room, the playroom, common areas where their toys and their things are absolutely teach them how to do those things. So these small blitzes are going to be instead of the cleaning session all weekend, right? It just gives you a small sense of accomplishment every single day. So 20 minutes a day. um, And you can encourage these blitzes for your kids and your spouse as well. And maybe they work on their own areas, Um, especially as your kids get older. It's really important that they understand how to number one, recognize when an area needs to be cleaned or decluttered. And then number two, that they have the skills to actually execute that part, right? So like my son has really taken to wanting to be more organized and he will just open up a drawer and be like, mom, I organized this drawer and it totally blows me away. But he is seeing the power of how it feels being living with less and not having a ton of clutter and not opening a cabinet and not being able to find anything or having to take everything out of the cabinet to be able to find that thing you're looking for. So I highly encourage you to take these routines that I just shared with you, and I will recap them for you. Um, But I just, I know that they are going to make such a difference in your family. Okay, so the first one was your weekly check-ins. We have your personal CEO day, spouse check-in, and the family meeting. Then you have the 10-minute check-ins, so the one-on-one special time with each kiddo, the 10-minute spouse check-in on the couch, and the 10 minutes of sibling time every day to encourage that sibling bonding. Then we talked about the 5-minute tidy routine and the 20-minute blitz. 
So I hope that you have found these routines to be so helpful. If so, I would love for you to share which one was your favorite with me. So we have a incredible Facebook group called the Organized Mom Photographer. We would love for you to come hang out with us in there. I'll be sure to put a link in the show notes, or you can head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas. That's M-A-M-A-S. And you can join us there and share with us. Just start a new thread, start a new comment, and just let us know what your biggest takeaway was, which one of these routines you want to implement first. And I cannot wait to hear how this changes your family dynamic. All right, Mama, as always, I am here rooting for you and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things and life is about more than just surviving. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. To become a part of our free online community and connect with like-minded mom photographers, head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this girl, and I can't wait until next time.